Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, I have a real treat in store for you today. I have Dr. Mel Tavares with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is such a privilege. Wow, your resume is incredible. 40 years as a counselor, 45 years as a writer, and 33 years in ministry. You've worked in churches. You've worked with pastors and youth and day camps and communicator, writer, so many wonderful things. You've really spent your life serving the Lord, and uh, thank you for doing that. That is the best you know, way to spend our time, isn't it? And a mom to seven, a grandma to 10. I mean, wow, you've been busy. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't have much free time. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. But what you have been doing is wonderful. And you also like wonderful things, the beach, gardening, fire pits, camping, uh, fr- family and friends and coffee. I mean, I think we could be fast, fast friends for sure. <laughs> we could. I could drive out. We'll have yes. coffee. That would be great. I would love that. Maybe we will get to do that one day. That would be wonderful. Well, uh, I love, you know, the pastoral care and counseling part of your resume. That's so important, and it's so needed, isn't it? There's just a lot of uh, hurt, (laughs) a lot of hard things and hurt. And, um, yeah, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to share a bit of your story? Uh, Sure. Well, um. What do you? What would you like? Would you like to know my my childhood, my upbringing? Sure. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us a little bit. Okay. Well, I am the second down the line of uh, three kids that were my parents were teenage parents and got married when my mom was barely seventeen. So they were not really equipped to become parents since they were really children themselves. Still, nonetheless, they got married and. Uh, had a family, and so my dad worked away most of the time, and my mom, you know, they were kind enough, I'll say, but just did not cope well. So my mom, I later figured out, um, was pretty much an alcoholic, year, you know, year-round. My dad mm. was more of the weekend partier type, but he worked away all week. So there really wasn't any parenting that went on, and so we kind of were left to raise ourselves, and they partied and did the 20 something thing and i you know there was a lot of violence and things that comes with drinking and drugging and whatever they were doing and so i buried myself in books and mostly as an escape because i figured if i'm studying they're not going to tell me to stop studying to be involved with the family stuff so i kind of i escaped into books and gardening yeah. Oh, yeah. You're kind of a, a self-taught warrior, you said, reading every book you could find. <laughs> That's good. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So you loved so, education. Um, I, I, you know, I do have a hunger and a thirst for learning all things. There's so much to learn. But 
so I, you know, academically, I've done well. Um, but like I said, I didn't really have parents that were teaching me the ways of the world and life. And so I made, you know, what I will say, and I'm, I'm careful about what I say publicly, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'll say I made a not wise choice and got married before I even graduated uh, college. And it was somebody that I knew there were already flags, but I ignored those flags because I really just wanted to, you know, get on with life. So, um, yeah, there's some ramifications for not having parents that train you. Well, right. And you, you have to have a lot of healing and, and you really need the Lord when you don't have that foundation. So you're, you're no stranger to adversity. That's for sure. Tell us, how did you, um, how did you get to know the Lord in, in through these different adversities? Well, you know, the first few years after getting married, having graduated college and whatever, I, like I said, you know, career-wise, I did very well, but I was in a very difficult marriage. I will I will say abusive marriage, and mm. I won't go much further than that. I'm sorry. But, That's hard. Uh, I can imagine that it was challenging, and I just, there was a desperation that set in, and I had, as a child, my grandparents, thankfully, had pulled me out of some of those partying weekends that my parents were engaged in and had you come stay overnight with us and like many grandparents do. And they said, come to church with us. And so I did. And um, so speed forward to when I'm about 27-ish and I just was desperate for answers. What was the meaning of life? And I recalled going to church with my grandparents and Um, so I began searching, like, what's the point if the whole, I had kind of bought into the feminist mentality and not kind of, I completely had. And Mm -hmm. so I, I'm like, well, you know, it's to climb the corporate ladder, but at 27, I was already doing very well. in one of the, um, top, uh, administrative people in the, um, department of ed for the state of Maine. And, and I just, I had all the money and the cars, a couple homes, the boats, you know, the vacations. And, and, um, it, there was a desperation, you know, some people get saved and their rock bottom is, is, um, something else for me. It was, this is it. This is what I have to look forward to. (laughs) And so I, uh, had a coworker who I had, well, an employee who I had hired, and she was witnessing to all of her coworkers, the other employees, and she had left her Billy Graham book on the desk, How to Be Born Again. Aww. And I remembered my grandmother taking me to church, but she also would have me watch the Billy Graham Crusades, and I was like, <laughs> I recognized the name. I was like, Billy Graham, I, I'm going to take that book. So like a good heathen, I stole the book off her desk <laughs> and went home and read it. And, you know, I was in, alone in my living room, and I read the book, and I was like, okay, God, if you're real, I, I sure could use some help about right now. And, and, you know, right there in the living room, I accepted him and I have never looked back. Mm, it's the best gift ever, isn't it? What would we do without the Lord? Mm, for uh, sure. I, I dare not think. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just need him every minute of every single day. That's my life. I, I'm always, you know, it says in Psalms to cry to the Lord. I'm like, I'm always crying out to the Lord like throughout, throughout my day. God, I need you and I need you right now. Oh, wow. For yes, sure. And, you know, that's, I think that's why we see the desperation 
around us right now as people, it's, you know, it's a difficult world we live in. Things are getting more challenging. And since the pandemic especially, we have just seen such an, an uptick in mental health needs and, you know, all the things that come along with the stressors. But when I counsel people, it's like they have no hope. It, even the believers don't necessarily have the understanding of what the scriptures say, what the, you know, what God has promised us, and therefore they're without hope also. So there's a lot mm. of opportunity to minister to people right now. People just need mm. attention and they need love and need the Lord. And wow, you, you, your testimony, you went from victim to victor. Tell us, I mean, you were a victim of cancer for one thing, divorce. Um, process that out with us. How, what did that, what happened? Well, I'll say the cancer diagnoses, each one of those, um, I would say God healed me. I really pressed in, and so I never had to undergo treatment. I've been diagnosed four times, and I have not ever had to have treatment, so praise God. Um, That's that's incredible. Yeah, I want to hear that story. I did employ the, I know, I've been praying for you. Yeah, tell us, what happened? Um, I learned um, from another girlfriend who was dealing with breast cancer and had, you know, overcome that. I called her up and I said, I need to know exactly what you did and I'm going to copy you right to the T. And she told me Mm -hmm. about her uh, organic carrot juice fast and how that had acted as a natural chemo, but you couldn't put anything else in your mouth. And so I did not have the wherewithal to just keep buying truckloads of carrots. So I bought the organic carrot juice from the store and I literally drank two quarts a day. My skin turned orange. So that is the protocol that I went to each time. Like I have to, I have to eradicate this. And, uh, and so that, that I don't honestly know, was it the natural, you know, process of of eating, drinking all that carrot juice, or was Mm -hmm. it the prayer, or was it both? I don't know. I'm just grateful that I have not had to deal with it. Um, One of those times was when I had just gone through a divorce. So I said it was a dysfunctional marriage, and after 25 years, I uh, still had, had my minor, three of the kids, three of my four children were minors, at the time, and I went through a divorce, I ended up having to leave and move to Connecticut because it wasn't really safe to stay where I was in Maine. That was my homeland, but I had to leave, so I took a position at the Christian campground here in Connecticut. And not too long after the divorce was finalized and I was awarded sole custody of my children, I was diagnosed with stage 4 uterine cancer. and. Mm. So in that situation, I knew that was not God, and I right. I don't know how far I would go into again. That's a long story, but um, I did. I learned between the time I met the Lord until th- this diagnosis, I had learned how to engage in spiritual warfare, and I wow. knew that that was not from God, and I started battling it out. Well. And- Dr. Mel Tavares, 
I have to put you on pause, but we're going to pick this up again on the next episode because we want to hear more. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you. thanks for listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.